share with you really part two of what we spoke about last week, which is the battle that we all face every day, the battle with the Yetzirah. What's the, what's the Mahalach? How do we, we all need a, we all need a decent Mahalach to, to make it through this battle, to, a, to battle and to win. Ultimately, that's, uh, we can do it. We can all do it. So last week we spoke about the importance of developing, which takes time, over time, an appreciation for better things, right? The, the, the successful guy also finds his bed comfortable in the morning, just as, just as every one of us. Everyone finds their bed comfortable in the morning. But a successful guy, perhaps, that a, that a day where he does something productive with his day is more geschmack than just roll, keeping on rolling over. Right? You roll over once, you roll over twice, and you could keep on rolling over. Eventually, I mean, I would imagine you fall out of bed. But I've seen, I've had this chus, and I myself as a teenager, you could stay in bed for many, many hours. It's, it's one, of those, uh, one of those miracles, how, how, long, how long a teenager could, could stay in bed. But a successful person, Zapshat, he doesn't find his bed comfortable. His bed is also comfortable. But he wants to do something with his day. He has something important to do. But that takes time. That's, that's, that's not so passionate. So I want to send, and especially when you're younger, it's not so easy because, that's, that, because it takes time. So how do you do that when you're younger? So I'm going to share with you a Meridik Amaral in this week's parasha. The Maral says, in parasha's Vayishlach, we know the famous pshat Rashi brings down from, Avram, from Yaakov Avinu, where he told him in love and garti. He said, go tell Esau in love and garti. So everybody knows the famous, the famous pshat that Rashi brings down, Tayyig Mitzvah Shamarti. But Rashi says another pshat, which is not as famous. It's famous, but not as famous. He brings down that, don't hate me. Eini kedai listen to al birchas avicha shebarcheni. Why not? Shari The brachas didn't work. So it sounds a little bit on the on the surface. Sounds like a chutzpah. Yaakov Avinu, Yitzchak was the was the biggest rebbe, one of the biggest rebbes of all time. Yitzchak Avinu gives you a bracha. You don't have any doubt that the bracha is going to work. But Yaakov Avinu tells they the brachas didn't work, and he goes through the different things. You see the gashmias that I got. That's not the gashmias that Yitzchak promised. So don't don't have tightness on me. Shouldn't be upset. Because the brachas don't work. So it sounds a very strange thing. This is what Yaakov Avinu is. So the morale bavorns this kasha. And the morale says, which is really step one of what we need, especially now, I think probably, I mean, the, the Rebbeim and you guys yourselves could testify, probably the biggest bar b'shus harabim that exists for a yeshiva bacher is Matzah Shabbos in the winter. Matzah Shabbos in the winter, and I could say from my own life, it's the toughest time to get through. We spoke about last year, which I heard over from Rabbi Greenwald, that he heard of from his Rebbe. I think he heard it from Rabbi Shmuel Shapiro. He was saying, why, why, why is it, Taka, that Matzah Shabbos is so difficult? What's the, why is Matzah Shabbos such a hard time to make it through? Why is the Yitzhahara so powerful in a Matzah Shabbos? So he said over, and made a Roshim, I heard this many years ago, made a tremendous Roshim on me. He said, because... We all get an Hashem Yaseira on Shabbos. We get a special, uh, extra spiritual boost on Shabbos. 
and we lose it on Matzah Shabbos. That's why we have the Besamim, Matzah Shabbos. The Besamim is the only Gashmiistic thing in this world that our Neshama has Episatainuk from. And that's why it's brought down on Matzah Shabbos. We smell the Besamim because the Besamim give our Neshama, it's the only Gashmiistic connection that our Neshama has to this world is a smell. Fascinating thing. So we smell something good to give our, give our Neshama Episamthing. So there's a chesaron that we're feeling. This neshama yisera we lose. So that loss, that, that hole that we feel, we're trying to fill it up. So we fill it up with anything. You fill it up, try it with pizza, fries, but it doesn't work. And that's, where, that's what he said, because it's a ruchni yisticka chesaron. You can't fill it with a gashmi yisticka. You, you can't stuff gashmi into a ruchni yisticka hole. It doesn't work. You're not, you're not giving it the right currency. You got to pay the right currency, and he said this he, as a bocher, Rabbi Greenwell. He said he stu- he made a fifteen minute seder after Shabbos with a, with a chavrus of his, and he said Imamish, it cured him. Fifteen minute seder, so he started to learn, learn something for fifteen minutes. Why? Because now you took that ruchnius stick a hole and you put some ruchnius in it, and that made him feel better. It's an amazing thing. So step one is. The, the long-term development. But that doesn't help you for a Matzah Shabbos. So what do you do on Matzah Shabbos? What do you do when the Yetzirah is burning inside you? So there are two real, two mahalchem. What's fascinating is, the, always, as is always the case, that the scientists figure this out, but it's really a Chazal that Chazal told us many, 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 many thousands of years before that the famous study there's a guy in Columbia University. He's a doctor, Walter Michelle. He's a famous psychologist. He made one of the longest-standing studies. May have mentioned it in the past. It's called the Marshmallow Study. Very famous Marshmallow Study. May have mentioned it. That we took five-year-old kids, and he offered them a marshmallow right now. They could have one marshmallow this minute. But if they wait for 15 minutes, they get two marshmallows or, or, or more. Get a plate of, you get a plate of marshmallows. Where they did it with donuts, they did it with many different things. Whatever the kids like, they put them where you could have one now. If you wait 15 minutes, and then they would leave the room, and they had a video camera watching the kids. Could they make it, could they make it to 15 minutes to get the more marshmallows? And they studied these kids, they followed them for 50 years. And the kids who managed to make it to 15 minutes, those were the same kids who finished college, they were the same kids who did better on their SATs, they were the same kids who were more successful, made more money, those were the same kids who stayed married longer. It, it played out, obviously not every case, but statistically, it was a major difference. So 15 minutes, when you're five, makes a big difference later on. But it, how does that make us feel any better? Because what, what does that do? But the video camera was very telling. The kids who made it, weren't staring at the marshmallows. Because you can't stare at a marshmallow if you love it, because then the kid would stare at it. And it, it's, you could see these videos, they're hysterical. The five-year-olds, they're, they're adorable. Like the kid is holding on, for, but he's staring at the marshmallow. And then, you know, he touches it first. He touches it and he puts it in his mouth. And then he, and then he takes off a little piece. Then he, and he, fall, he breaks. Who are the kids that made it? They did funny things. Some, some kids, they literally sat on their hands. They sat on their hands. Other kids, they turned around. 
They turned around. They didn't. Fa- they, they 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 put their heads in. They did whatever they could to distract themselves from the marshmallow. Those were the kids. So that teaches us something. Distract yourself. Do something else. And it's what you do is extremely important. So the Chazal tell us the base matters. That's the first. If you could schlep yourself to the base matters on a matzah Shabbos, it's the smartest thing you could ever do for yourself. I could say. I wasn't a lot of very often Matzah Shabbos when I was a teenager. I wasn't on the Madriga. And I thank Hashem that I love playing basketball. I really, I, every once in a while I think about it, even though I don't play anymore because it's every time, come out every time I play, I regret it. I get injured. I hurt myself. At a certain age, it's not smart to get back on the court. And also, I'm not too good, which is very hard for me to. I have Zechreinus when I actually was able to get the ball in. And now it's very, it's very depressing when I find that I can't do it anymore. So. I, I try to save myself from that from that misery. Every once in a while, I fall in and I talk to get on the court, and then it, it cures me for at least another couple of months, or maybe even a year. Depends how bad I play. But I thank Hashem that I had I loved playing basketball when I was in high school. I loved playing. It was it was the healthiest thing I could have done, other than go to the base medrash. The Rashiva always says over a Misa that he was at this story. So he went with Rabbi Yankov Zatzal. He was there when South Fallsburg Yeshiva built, after they, they, they built a gym. So they gave Rabbi Yankov Zatzal, they gave him a tour. So she said he was there at the, at the tour when they gave, when they gave Rabbi Yankov the tour. And they showed him, the, they have a very nice campus up in Fallsburg, and they were showing him all the different buildings, but there was one big building that they, you know, they were a little embarrassed of. They, so they were walking around this way, walking around that way. They did it. So Rabbi Yankov was very, obviously he was a brilliant man. So what's that big building over there? And the Rashiva said he was there. He heard it with his own ears. So they said, oh, whatever. That's the, that's the place. You know, the, the guys play. Whatever. That's, you know, they made, didn't make it. So Rabbi Yankov wanted to go see. He said, he said to them, does his kemat, I'll say it in English, it's his, almost as important as the base matters. So the, that gym is almost as important as the base matters. That's Ad Khan the words, his holy words. And I could say, for me, it's, I could testify. Because I, 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 I don't know if I could have made it through high school without playing basketball. And I push, I don't hop sometimes. I'll come here on Shabbos. See, the gym is empty. I don't, I don't every, see if the base medrash was packed, so then I hop why the gym is empty. The, gym, the base medrash is not packed, and the gym is not packed. I don't, I don't understand. It's a kasha hat. It's just, I don't get it. It's the healthiest distraction a person can have other than learning Torah at, this, at your age. But there's another, there's, another, there's another trick that Chazal give us to make it through hard times. And that's, the Mishnah tells us in Pirkei Ovis, Asei l'charav uknei l'chachavar. Asei, make yourself a Rebbe, but literally buy a friend. It's, even, it's, a, it's a higher Lashon. And the Mepharshim on the Mishnah go into, wow, it's a stronger Lashon. It's more important to have a friend than a Rebbe. And the Mepharshim say yes. It's more important. Obviously, they're both important. But the Mishnah is stressing, if, what's more important is the friend. Why is the friend more important? And the Mepharshim says, because the friend could be with you 24-7. A Rebbe's not with you all the time. If you get a good friend, you don't need 50 friends. I need 50 friends. You don't need 50 friends. One friend. 
doesn't say, Kne Lacha Chevra. The Mishnah doesn't say, you don't need a Chevra. You don't need a Chevra. You need a friend. Lashon Yachid. One friend could save your life. Pick a friend. Pick somebody who you can count on. Pick somebody who you know is not going to schlep you to a place where you yourself don't want to go. If you do that, your life will be different. Say, from the minute I became friends with the Rashiva, my life changed. Why? Because I didn't have to try anymore. Because he was always just doing something that was okay. It became easy. Torah mitzvahs became easy. From the minute I met the Rashiva, Torah mitzvahs became, compared to what it was before, ain't a dime. Because if your friend is doing something that's fun and right and kosher, and that, so, you're gonna, so you're okay. You're good. You're taken care of. So, number one, Rabbi Isai, I say, look, number one is distract. Find yourself something healthy to do. Obviously, Tur is the best. If that doesn't work, find something else. That's kosher. And number two, get yourself a friend. Why? What sucked the morale? Because Esav was the guy, everything was today. Esav was a today guy. And if you look back at the brachas, it's kayoim, kayoim. Esav wasn't interested. He couldn't, he literally couldn't wait. That's what I'll talk about. Esav needed everything this minute. He needed, the, he needed the bowl of soup, he needed it now. Whatever Esav needed, he needed now. The morale says, what did Yaakov, ya- Yaakov Avinu was saying, the brachas of Yitzchak, they're for the future. Yaakov wasn't saying to Esav, the brachas are not going to work. He was saying, they haven't worked for me yet. It's over 20 years later. Those brachas that Yitzchak promised weren't for now. It's 20 years later. Those brachas weren't for now. Those brachas were for, for Deiris from now. That's what Yaakov told him at the beginning of the brachas. He said, you want to be, you want to do, you want to do Avoid in the Beis Hamikdash? If you have a drink and you do Avoid in the Beis Hamikdash, you chayv misa. Yitzchak said, what do I need that for? And what, and what are we talking about? When is this Beis Hamikdash going to be built? Oh, Hundreds and hundreds of years from now, there's going to be a Beis Hamikdash, and, and my kids are going to be doing the Avoid in the Beis Hamikdash. Aaron Akayin. He said, What does that have to do with me? <laughs> I'm going to worry now, I'm going to make an investment now, what's going to be for my great, great, great grandchildren? I can't even hold on now. <clears throat> Don't be that kind of person. Don't be the now guy. Be a guy who could say, I'm going to put in the investment now because it's going to pay off tomorrow. I'm going to put in an investment now, it's going to pay off next week. I'm going to put in an investment now, it'll pay off in 10 years from now. Those are the successful people in life. Those are the people who make it. It's like that with Gashmias, and it's, an, it's, also, it's also like that with Ruchnias. Should be all be Zaycha to beat our Yetzaharis.